Yo, what is up? Welcome back to the Level Up with Leon podcast. My name is Leon, and I hope that you had a wonderful weekend. I'm back at you here with another episode on this beautiful Monday morning. I hope that you have a great plan to conquer this week, to get after your goals, and to make yourself proud. But before we get into today's topic, I wanted to remind you that if you enjoy today's episode, that you leave a five-star rating, you share it with your friends and family, so that you can spread the word. I don't do any paid ads on this podcast, so every single piece of word of mouth helps tremendously. So thank you so much, and let's get straight into today's topic. So with winter rolling in strong and Thanksgiving just being over with, I thought it was a great time to talk about having healthy holidays and how I personally achieve my goals and still have fun with my friends and family. So these are things that I have incorporated into my programming with nutrition and training in the past that I feel like have helped me the most to be able to navigate this during that season because I think it's really important that when you choose a fitness lifestyle for yourself, when you implement it, that you don't turn it into something that heavily restricts you from other very meaningful things in life. And what I mean by that is is that I think that you should still be able to have fun with your friends and family during the holidays or on vacation or whatever and be able to still be in shape and work towards your goals. I think that if you sacrifice too much of what you love to do for something that you know that you need to do but you also might love to do, I think that there can eventually be a conflict there that will end up resulting in some sort of chaos in your life that you just don't need to deal with and that you don't have to deal with if you have the right tools at your disposal. So my goal for this episode is to help you be able to navigate this holiday season so that you can still have that fun and not be so resentful of your fitness goals. So um, with that being said, I'm going to be talking about nutrition protocols that I've used and then I'm going to wrap things up with training. So hopefully you find some value from today's episode. And yeah, let's get straight into it. All right, so let's get straight into it. So first, I'm going to be talking about nutrition, and this is going to be just a few things off of my list that I've done and also things that I would recommend based off of my experience. So first of all, we're going to talk about cutting and maintenance during the holidays. So this is for the people that are trying to lose fat and people that are also trying to maintain their weight, okay? So first of all, I wouldn't recommend cutting or even being in maintenance for beginners. I think that, especially with cutting, I think that beginners just don't have the discipline and the experience and the wherewithal and the knowledge to to be able to cut during the holiday season reliably. I think there's just way too many temptations and obstacles and, you know, especially if you have a real big family, things can be really hectic with travel and all that kind of stuff. And so I feel like as a beginner, I just flat out would not recommend cutting or even being in maintenance as a beginner. I think that maintenance is more doable for sure, but cutting, I think that cutting can just kind of be asking to deal with obstacles that you might not be ready to face yet. Um, in fact, one of the best uh, behavior change books that I ever read, which I'm spacing on the title right now, unfortunately, but... Um, oh, I think it's called it's called evidence based behavior change or something like that, and it's written by Dr. Melissa Davis from Renaissance Periodization. And one of the first things that she talks about when it comes to to forming habits and changing uh, behavior is to be aware of your obstacles. I think that if 
you know, you set yourself up to carry out a fat loss phase, but you have X, Y, and Z that are all in the way that are all going to make it difficult for you to adhere to the program. Well, then chances are then that's probably not the best time for you to cut. You, you may need to be realistic and wait until you have less obstacles in your way to allow yourself to be able to be successful. And that's totally okay. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in it. There's no defeat in that. The fact that you're being reali- uh, realistic and waiting is actually going to end up saving you time and allowing you to actually be more successful because you're not uh, going through the failures cycling routine that some people do when they don't have the self-awareness that they need to to be able to be successful. So I, I flat out would not recommend cutting or maintenance for beginners. Again, maintenance is okay, but cutting is probably a no-go. So the next thing is, I if you are cutting and you know you have that experience, I would honestly use holiday days, like the days that you know that you're going to be eating with your family, as like a small refeed. Okay, so what does that mean? So basically, there's there's cheat meals and, and then there's diet breaks. Now, cheat meals, I more advise against because I feel like cheat meals are more unregulated, they're more spontaneous, and they're very prone to binge eating. But a small refeed is definitely something that I feel like is more viable and practical to the holidays because what you do is is that you intentionally eat at maintenance for like a few days. And this little slight jump up to maintenance is going to consist of mostly carbs. So that's going to give you a little bit more space to be able to enjoy you know, some sweets or some, you know, some food that you usually wouldn't be consuming in your diet and you'll have the space for that. And then right after the few days that you had your Christmas dinner or whatever with your family, then from there you go straight back to the cut. Now, this slight refeed is, is going to be a lot better than a, having a giant cheat meal on Christmas because what's going to happen is, is that that cheat meal, especially if it consists of a whole bunch of crap, the chances of you being able to go back to a fat loss program and adhere to the diet is going to be more difficult because your hunger uh, hormones are going to be out of whack. Your uh, your things like your blood sugar are going to be high from, from all the sugar that you're eating. It's going to make it harder for you to not eat more. There are multiple factors that go into things that can work against you if you don't accurately predict and manage how much consumption that you that you're going to do during a cut during the holidays and then so the next thing is is that when you're unable to measure your foods less is better okay when in doubt eat less i mean that's just kind of like a general cutting rule like if you don't have the ability to measure your food which most of us should be doing when we're cutting because when you're cutting eating your calorie intake each day is much less forgiving i mean it's just it's it's the law of thermodynamics. It doesn't care about your feelings, your schedule, your plan, whatever. If you're eating too many calories, you're not going to lose fat, period. So if you're unable to measure your foods so that you know for sure, then just less is better. Less is more. Try to go for more macro-friendly whole food options if possible at, at dinner, okay? It's really hard to overeat whole foods. It's very hard to overeat chicken. It's, it, it's very hard to overeat steak and brown rice and, you know, I mean, all these different things that could possibly be. Now, I guess technically you you wouldn't have steak and brown rice at a Christmas dinner, but, um, you know, turkey, I mean, all, there are a bunch of different carb, mashed potatoes, I mean, there's a bunch of different carb and protein options that are going to be available at Christmas dinner that you can eat and fill up on, and that will be much more macro-friendly than, you know, many other things. 
So, and speaking of that, try to start with the whole foods, okay? Don't snack before you have dinner, okay? If you're like me, you've shown up to a Christmas party and you get there and there's snacks all over the place. There's, there's a ton of different sweets and salty foods all over the table for the, you know, the family and friends to enjoy. And, and that's great. But the problem with that is, is that it's really easy to start snacking just because you're looking for that food stimulation and you're looking to try all of the snacks around you. And like you also don't want to be like rude to your host so like you want to consume something so like it seems like their you know work was meant for something you know etc right there's there's a bunch of different reasons to be tempted to snack before dinner but the problem with that is is that you can overfill on calories so fast uh, from snacking and not even be full like not even close and then by the time that that dinner comes around you'll have a whole dinner and over full and you'll be over your uh calorie count for the day or you could end up filling up on snacks. But then what happens there? You, I mean, that's not macro friendly at all, is it? It's just a whole bunch of carbs. And that's not very good either. So it's very easy to overeat is the thing the, the calorie portion is the biggest part about cutting and it's very easy to overeat if you start with snacks. So eat your dinner first, try to include whole foods macro friendly, then from there, you can go into having some snacks if you feel like you still have room. And then the the final thing is is that if you end up eating like crazy, don't worry, okay? Don't worry so much. Having a, a one bad week or one bad night is not going to ruin your entire fat loss phase, okay? It's not. It's just simply not. But the thing that can ruin it is how you bounce back. And see, the thing is, though, is that if you have a crazy night or you have a crazy week, it's going to be a tougher return back to fat loss dieting because, Again, the things like hunger hormones, your just your cravings, the fact that you've exposed yourself to all these foods that you haven't had for X amount of time, it's going to be much more difficult for you to bounce back to that fat loss phase compared to if you were eating a, a little bit more reasonably during the holiday week. So, But again, don't let this ruin your time with your family and friends. If you feel like you're stressing out, out of your mind, you're anxious like out of your gourd about eating too much and you just want to have a good time, then just then have a good time. Don't worry about it. But just understand that after the holidays, you're either going to have to get back to your fat loss diet or you're going to end up, you know, just throwing things out of whack and then you might have to start again later. So just keep that in mind. So moving on, let's talk about bulking. Okay. So bulking is a, a lot more simple. Okay. If you're bulking during the holiday season, First of all, if you're clean bulking, don't go overboard with junk food, okay? So what does clean bulking mean? So there's dirty bulking and then there's clean bulking. Now, with dirty bulking, you're having a holiday dinner every single day, pretty much. You're eating whatever you can get your hands on. You don't give a shit what kind of quality that the food is. You are just eating whatever you can. I mean, you are eating Oreos and protein shakes for dinner. I mean, you are getting after it and you are eating whatever you can. And there's really no limit to that. But when it comes to clean bulking, a majority of your diet is going to be whole foods, okay? So you'll be getting your macros from mostly whole foods. Now, whether dirty bulking is better than clean bulking, that's for a different episode. But I'm probably guessing that you can assume which is better. But just like anything in fitness, it depends on the person, okay? So... But anyway, just make sure that if you are clean bulking that you don't go overboard with junk food because, again, that will also lead to having some some rougher days 
just feeling like crap if you've been used to clean bulking, okay? So next is beware of digestion problems if you consume too much junk during the week, okay? So if you are, especially again, if you're clean bulking and your gut is very used to the same meals, um, whole food meals, right? If you start eating a whole bunch of crap all week, you're going to have some serious digestion issues, okay? Bloating, possible constipation. I mean, all these different things can happen to you and it'll be very uncomfortable and it can affect your training as well because no one likes to work out with a rough stomach. So just keep that in mind as well. And then third thing is just, you know, obviously still focus on getting your macros in, okay? There's no excuse to not get uh, your macros in just because it's a holiday week or holiday season or whatever. Still focus on getting those macros in. But otherwise, the last thing is just do you. I mean, you're bulking. You have so much more room to do what you want to do compared to the people that are cutting or going through a maintenance phase during the holidays. So, you know, just have fun with it. Try not to go too crazy so that you you mess up your, you know, your gut and your sleep, etc. But yeah, so that's that when it comes to nutrition. I hope that that kind of helps you to get a better idea on the things that I've done. I mean, all of these things I have tried before and they've been a lot more successful than not. So hopefully they help you. Hopefully they make your holidays a little bit easier. Now let's get into the training portion of this episode right after this quick break. So how do you feel about training and nutrition during the holiday season? Do you feel like it's a bust no matter how you try to shift it? Or do you feel like it is manageable if you have the right tools and skills? I think it's definitely something worthy of thinking about. And hopefully, if you feel like it's unmanageable, it's impossible, that this episode is helping you to prove otherwise. But if you are confident that you can be successful during the holidays, I hope that it also gave you some tools to further reinforce that. So either way, I hope that you're finding value. And if you have been, make sure to leave a five-star rating on the podcast and share it with your friends and family this holiday season so that they can also get some tips and tricks that have worked for me that can help them navigate their fitness journey during this holiday season. Thank you so much again for listening and let's get back to it. All right, so the next part is going to be all about training. Now, there's not going to be a ton here because I feel like you really don't need to change your training too much during the holiday season because, I mean, our bodies don't really know Christmas or Thanksgiving or Easter. It just knows stress. And so if you're already carrying out a solid program, I don't think you need to change it very much. But I do think that there's some considerations that need that should be had that I think that will help you get a clearer understanding of the practicality of your training during the holiday season. So the first thing is, is that I recommend adjusting your frequency of training based on on your holiday schedule. So again, if you have a crazy holiday schedule, like like let's say you're you're married and you got to see in-laws and you got to see your own family and then you got to see your friends and let's say you have to travel to see them either by car or by plane and you just have all these different plans all scattered around the month of, of December, I would highly recommend looking at that and analyzing the situation and determining what is a realistic workout schedule for you. 
Okay, because if you have that busy schedule and you think that you're going to be working out five, six days a week, I'm not saying that it's impossible, but it's going to be much more difficult, I think, than if you were to lower the frequency for that month. Now, for me personally, I have been very busy with my other job and very busy um, just in general trying to, to get certain things done and figure it out during this holiday season. So I've actually adjusted my train to just twice a week right now. And I feel like twice a week is very realistic and very possible for me to carry out. And I, I can still see great results from twice a week if my programming is solid. So that's what I've been doing and it's been working for me. Now you may need twice a week, three times a week, four times a week, whatever. But I think it's important that you consider your schedule and you be realistic about how much you can attend the gym during the holiday season. Just keep in mind that any amount of frequency is better than none. So don't feel like you are losing gains or you know quitting on yourself or going against your grain to lower frequency. Again, I think that the most important thing in fitness is consistency and as long as you can adjust your training schedule so that you can consistently show up to the gym, that's what matters the most. So try to focus on keeping the habit during the holiday season and not letting it slip away from you by expecting too much. So the next thing that I would say is that um, I would also try to include more active recovery to increase your NEAT throughout the month. So what is NEAT? Now, NEAT stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And basically, that's a really fancy term for calories burned from just existing, right? So from walking, from your your daily movement of your body parts, I mean, just very basic forms of movement are all considered neat. And I think that if you increase your active recovery, which means, you know, things like walking or taking a hike or, you know, some light form of yoga or something like that, just some sort of active recovery I feel like that will really help to keep your body metabolically active throughout the month. So that might help you to navigate the problems that I mentioned earlier about trying to diet during the holidays because you have a more active body. So I think that it's important that you include some more active recovery into your program. And the next thing is to don't beat yourself up if you do have to miss a workout or two over family and friends. Again, if you have a crazy holiday schedule, I think it's important that you prioritize family and friends over that one or or two days in the gym. You can always get those days back in the gym, but usually for a lot of us, we don't get much time with our whole family like that. So I think it's important that you prioritize your family and friends over that workout day if they conflict with each other too much. But again, try to look out for your entire month and see if you can navigate around that plan ahead. And I think that you'll reduce the chances of having to deal with that. Um, The next thing that I would say is I would highly recommend against indulging in too much partying during the holidays. Okay, alcohol is a recovery killer. And I think if you mix alcohol with diet changes during the holidays, I think you're just setting yourself up to not only reduced your progress during that month, but perhaps even affect it negatively to where training just feels like crap because you're hungover and you've been eating a bunch of crap during the month. So I would recommend that you moderate alcohol, things like that, so that you can stay on track and not kill your recovery. And then finally, the last thing is, is, you know, just don't use the holidays as an excuse to be lazy. I mean, like I said, our, our bodies don't know what time of year it is and it doesn't 
care about that. It won't adjust to that on its own. You have to take the actions necessary to be able to keep your fitness routine going during the holidays. And I think that it's very easy for us, especially as, you know, daylight savings comes into play during the winter and it's colder outside, you know, it gets darker, faster, etc. And with all of the the holiday plans, it's very easy to just kind of be like, you know what, I'm just going to kind of take time off of fitness. I'm just going to kind of just put fitness on the back burner and I'm just going to kind of do whatever feels good and just kind of treat it almost like time off from work or something that like, you know, during the holiday season, some people have the privilege to be able to take the holidays off from work. And I think that sometimes people look at fitness like that's the same thing when it's absolutely not. Your fitness is incredibly important and it is a mechanism that requires consistency, like I said, to be able to have that constant stacking effect to make you better over time. If you skip out on a whole week or a whole month of training, it's not going to absolutely kill all of your gains, but it's definitely going to impede your progress and make things a lot more challenging to restart the habit after a month of indulgence. So I highly recommend that you don't use the holidays as an excuse to be a slacker and to be lazy and to, you know, kind of turn a blind eye to what you would consider a priority prior to the holiday season. So hopefully these tips have helped you with your training and that they can help you to, you know, navigate things a little bit better. I think that again, with your training, there's not much to be said because things shouldn't change that much. But I do think that there are some things that if you think about that, they can help you to keep the habit alive and consistent. And so, yeah, hopefully this helped you out. And yeah, that's that. So let's get into the outro. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Level Up with Leon podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, don't forget to follow the podcast and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode. Your feedback means the world to me, so please take a moment to rate the podcast with five stars if it brought you value and share it with a friend or family member you think might feel the same. Do you want to hear me talk about a specific topic or have a burning question about fitness or self-improvement? I'd love to hear from you. Send in your request to Instagram at levelupwithleon, all one word, about the same as this podcast. And who knows, your idea might just become the next exciting episode on my show. For more valuable fitness and self-improvement content, be sure to follow me on Instagram and threads at levelupwithleon or Twitter at leveluplee. That's spelled L-E-V-E-L-U-P. L-E-E. Let's build a strong and supportive community together. Join the Level Up with Leon podcast Facebook group where like-minded individuals come together to uplift, motivate, achieve their fitness goals, and level up their lives. For my dedicated listeners, imagine achieving your fitness goals faster with minimal sacrifice and even getting advanced coaching for free by donating $100 or more to a friend or family member. Join my eight-week remote coaching for transformation and let's win together. Use my service, give feedback, leave a review if satisfied. That's all. Ready to start? Apply via the link in my bio and join the waitlist. Don't miss this win-win-win opportunity. Struggling with your form on a certain exercise and you feel like you just can't figure out how to fix it? Send in your video to my Dropbox link in the description of this podcast and get advanced form checks by me personally for free. 
Just title the video with your first name and IG handle so I know it's you. If my coaching helped at all, all I ask is that you let others know by sharing it on your social media. Level up your lifts and set your next PR. Remember, I'm here to support you on your fitness journey, and together we'll level up our lives one step at a time. Thank you for being a part of this incredible community. Stay motivated, stay focused, and keep leveling up. But before I go, let me leave you with this quote. 